Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And we are live. Hey, everyone. It's CJ. Hopefully, everyone's having a fantastic day. It is Wednesday. No, Thursday, June the 30th, as we gear up for this holiday weekend coming up with 4th of July. Uh, make sure, everyone, I still get questions about where you find our content. So, roguenews.com is where you can find all of our videos. Probably the easiest way is just to direct people to roguenews.com. Uh, check us out there. And then also, don't forget about our Twitter handle, at Real Rogue News. And B will be joining us at some point, but today we have Cowboy in the house. So, uh, Cowboy, uh, great day. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going well. How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing great. You know, it's um, it's very interesting. You know, monitoring the the news feed, the news cycles. It it it, it seems like it's it's go, it goes from chaotic to less chaotic to something else more uh, chaotic. It just it just never stops in terms of the the news cycle. But uh, you want to welcome the people that are tuning in. Uh, if you want to. Uh, Check in, if you will, whether you're on Twitch or, or DLive. Uh, we will get this, um, again, this this broadcast started, and V will be joining uh, hopefully here shortly. So, uh, Cowboy, let's um, let's jump into it. Where, where do you want to start, man? Uh, you know, I think uh, we probably should start with some macro news. So, some news that's like more macroeconomic in nature. Um, because right now, the actual market and the charts, they're, for lack of a better term, they're boring. We, we need to talk about it. We will. But um, actually, I have an article up. I don't know if my screen is uh, being shared yet. There oh, there it is. Um, so this is actually, let me full screen this. Um, so this is actually a big deal. Um, China establishes liquidity agreement with BIS, further eroding the dollar. Okay, so what that means. Okay, so the Bank of International Settlements, you can look at that as like, say, if the banking cartel were kind of say a mafia situation <laughs> that's not really an if um the bis is like the godfather right so bank of international settlements um you know they're exactly what their name sounds like so they are sort of the referee the big bank of the earth now one thing that makes the u.s dollar so attractive and consequentially makes the united states able to use it as a political weapon is the fact that the dollar has liquidity unlike any other currency out there um you know people talked about using other currencies as a reserve currency at one point i think they were talking about like the swedish krona because it was so uh, stable um but the problem is it's not big enough there's not enough liquidity it's not a big enough market not a big enough economy um, the United States, however, um, is a very large economy and was made so for many, many reasons that we're not going to get into. And because of that, the United States dollar, the Federal Reserve note, and specifically the 10X bond, um, that 10-year bond is being used around the planet as the world's reserve currency because it's just incredibly liquid, very fungible, SWIFT system, all the things that we talk about, right? So Correct. in this Russia-Ukraine situation. Sanctions were put on Russia. Um, now, we talked about how the sanctions do have some holes in them. It's kind of like a wink-wink, nudge-nudge. We're not truly sanctioning you, but we are going to sanction you so we can punish you a little bit and look like we're not totally helpless. That's just kind of, you know, there, there are holes in the sanctions. But that said, um, you know, we also took a bunch of Russia's FX reserves. Like this, the way we've treated Russia, stealing their oligarchs yachts i mean okay so the world's kind of tired of the united states using the federal reserve note the 10x bond as a political weapon so what did the bis do the bis actually it allowed china through basically the rmb's credit system to create reserves for cross-border currency exchange systems 
Okay. So long story short, the BIS, the Godfather, has went ahead and said to China, you're going to make you. You're made now. You're a made man. That basically China is able to kind of fill the hole, fill the gap where the U.S. was and then the U.S. subsequently sanctioned, right? So now Russia can actually not have a problem moving its money, um, you know, having economic deals and everything else because now China has some of the functionality that the U.S. dollar used to. So that's a big deal. That's basically like, you know, <laughs> we've seen the map of how, oh, well, the uh, – you know, the world uh, community is uh, sanctioning Russia. Russia is, uh, you know, uh, being uh, isolated from the world community, but it's like, <laughs> like a third of the world's population and it's less than that of the world's map. So, you know, China, India, all the huge populations and the upcoming markets are all doing deals with Russia. So anyway, that's a, that news is bigger than what people understand it. It's, it's kind of like boring bank talk. Mm -hmm. But that's huge. That's that's a big step away from the dollar as a reserve currency functionally. So um, I don't know. I mean, do you think that's like a good thing, CJ? What do you think? Well, I think that, that this trend will continue, right? As the expansion occurs uh, with the BRICS uh, nation. Uh, recently, I think there were two other countries who, who were actively looking to join the BRICS. Uh, Iran and I believe Argentina also are, are trying to to join the BRICS nations. And that, that's going to be a massive expansion. And it's running completely opposite direction of, of the G7, or V likes to call them the insolvent seven. Yeah. And they, they <laughs> recently uh, met as well as far as the, the G7. They're basically attempting to duplicate what uh, the BRICS are doing. You know, they're pledging, you know, several billions of dollars. I know Biden, I think he pledged $200 billion in, in U.S. funding uh, to help these developing, developing uh, countries. And what they want to say is primarily it's going to be used for for green initiative, green initiatives, uh, social programs. Uh, who knows will, if that will actually result in any type of, of infrastructure uh, development. And let's face it, Cowboy, if you look at the track history of the United States in terms of some of our foreign policy and what we've done with some of the funds, I don't think we have a very good track record, anything to stand by upon, anything to to hold up as a, as a model to say this is what the, the G7 can do. To develop a country i can you think of an example of, of one country that we've helped i i can't i mean iraq no i mean uh syria no afghanistan no and and gosh think think of the 25 years plus that we spent in in uh, in afghanistan and, and the, the trillions of dollars that were, were were poured into that and 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 where is it it's 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 completely gone it's just it's it's crazy cowboy crazy yeah i mean look um i had <laughs> I'm in this group of uh, my buddies throwing a bachelor party. I've talked about this on the show before. And so it's a lot of, for lack of a better term, normies in there. And I don't know how many times I've had to say to them, like, the government does not have your best interest at heart. Right. So now we're not talking about the government. We're talking about the banking cartel. But there's really no difference there because the banking cartel is what who tells the politicians what to do. A lot of times the banking cartel literally writes the laws and then their lawyers write up the laws and the politicians just sign them. Um, so they don't really have, I don't, the only interest they have at heart are their own. And the only time that they do anything that helps the people is when the people's interests align with their own. Right. Yes. So, you know, yes. don't be fooled. I, I could probably think of an example where, you know, the banking system has helped a country and, you know, things like that. I, I don't want to just blanket say, oh, they've never helped anybody, but I would, I would add, caution to that and say, chances are, if that system has helped anybody, it's because those interests align with their own. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that that's so. fact, right? That's 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 truth. And, and if you see the policies that are being uh, implemented, and why, why, for example, that it's just, you know, Ukraine is, is, is so important, is because that's kind of the, the, the last stand, if you will, whether it's whether it's dissolving NATO, whether it's the 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 pride of the West saying, "Look, we co collectively came together and, and ac accomplished something in Ukraine," and and unfortunately, cowboy, I think they're really willing to go full scorched earth on Ukraine. Uh, no no regard for the the loss of life that's occurring to there. Not only the humanitarian tragedy 
uh, that's occurring. And, and other countries are saying, you know what, this is this is what you get. This is what you get with the West and their their policies. So I think it's going to continue to evolve. We will continue to see uh, other nations begin to adopt uh, more bilateral trade, um, you know, commodities backed or, or gold backed. Uh, there's also a lot of rumors around or speculation that, that you know, Russia defaulted on their, their, their foreign debt, whatever their foreign, their foreign payment, loan payment. And but the fact is, is that I don't think we're allowing them to make the payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> And, yeah. and there, there was like, look, oh, this is going to collapse, you know, a lot of a lot of speculation. But I think there's so much uncertainty out there, but you can definitely see. And that's why I keep encouraging everyone. The, the news cycle, the frequency that they pump into the, the populace, into our, our, our feeds are really a, a major distraction. And I, I guarantee you, Cowboy, that sometimes it's tough to get your friends to understand what's happening with all the noise and static that's out there with with all the, the social feeds and everything that's taking place, whether it's Maxwell or the Roe versus Wade, they're doing a pretty good job of, of keeping people from understanding the bigger challenges that are happening with the United States right now. Well, and, and you've alluded to this before, and I totally agree. Um, you know, all this other stuff is a distraction. So one thing that would be, that I'd like to hear you articulate is what in particular are they distracting us from? Well, I, again, in terms of, of what's happening uh, with the, the economy and when they raise the interest rates and we, we witness basically uh, just a complete reversal in, in the stock market, not only in, in, the, in the cryptocurrency market as well, I think it kind of sent shockwaves and, and it kind of led our, our news feed and made people raise their eyebrows, people who typically don't pay attention uh, to finance. They will, once they get their next 401k statement or IRA mm -hmm. statement that comes in, they're going to definitely feel that impact of that market. And I think that's why they said, well, we got to we got to change the narrative. We have to change something rather quickly to get people to, to stop focusing on the economy. We can still tell them that, you know, little bits and pieces that, look, it's improving. Things are things are happening. Things are going in the right direction. But let's get these other policies, these other things in place just to keep people from understanding, uh, forgetting about hyperinflation. Uh, forgetting about the fact that that their that their their dollar does not go as far as it as it used to, uh, even less than than two years ago. So I think if they can keep people from understanding the bigger picture of the quality of life that's going to be significantly impacted uh, here in the United States, and keep people fixated upon the bipartisanship, the the, the left right duality that we have here in the United States, keep them focused on these social things enough. Then, then they can they can inevitably buy them more time to figure out what their plans are because they're actively working on them. Uh, we we know that currently, I think I may have talked about this, so tell me if I've already discussed it. But we know that currently the new Fed Now program is live. It's it, it, or in beta. It's it's in beta. Uh, there's there's a, a revamp site that talks all about the programs, getting all the the, the banks and people in the financial world uh, accustomed to it, getting them comfortable with it. Several banks, I want to say like close to 200 banks plus or financial institutions are actively testing and using the FedNow program. And I think what they'll do is they'll, they'll pick that back up at some point with either a, 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 the, 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 basically the FedNow coin or whatever they decide to call it uh, to try to do transactions to counter the evolving uh, cryptocurrency market. Um, Cowboy, that's that's my opinion. But but I think if you were to go to the street, I, I think there's a great video that Mark Dice did three or four years ago that literally he's on the beach somewhere. I think he may have been in, in California and, and he goes up to people and he has a, a, a silver coin. I think he had a silver mm. coin. You remember that video where he had the silver yep. coin and then he also had the, the, the Hershey's candy bar. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't it gold. I thought it was gold. It may have been gold coin. Yeah, there you go. He had yeah. a gold coin. He's going up to these common people in the streets and say, Hey, um, which would you rather have, which would have more value to you at this point? Which would you rather have? Would you have the, 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 the delicious candy bar or this, this relic, this this gold coin, and like it was amazing how many people were like, well, I'll take the I will take the candy bar because that's what I need today. <laughs> well, our our feed works the same way. Our news cycle, we we need that for for today. This is what keeps people from distracted. And, and let's face it, I don't think most people understand uh, money, how money works, the flow of, of of either either debt, the the bank, and sovereignty. I think what most people care about is that when they use their debit card, that it works. I think most people care about that 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 they can put food on the table. Uh, so let's. Let's hope at some point, and I know that uh, the Schiller Institute and Harley and, and Helga have been like screaming at the world right now, trying to get people to, to wake up. And I wish that Harley, 
I don't know if we covered it on Monday. I didn't I didn't listen or not, but they do have a symposium happening, I believe, this coming weekend. I'll bring the screen up after you, I share your screen where they're actively calling for a new Britain Woods and they have several signatures on it. Uh, if you if you, anyone has a chance, go listen to Harley's podcast today on the Schiller. Or I'm sorry, on the LaRouche organization's uh, YouTube channel. He, he breaks it down and almost almost a plea to get people to get involved and share the information. But let me put this uh, share screen up real quick for you. There you go. My prediction. Pain. <laughs> Pain. Be a Baracus. Be a Baracus. Yeah, that's uh, so you are a proponent and we are both a proponent of education. I, I find myself. Oh, you know, I'm conflicted um, when I'm talking to a lot of these normies. I feel as if everything I'm saying is falling on deaf ears. And so I only have so much time in a day. Um, you know, I know LaRouche uh, is doing what they can as well. And I know V will often say, just get out of harm's way. So, you know, I, I just, I wonder how much time is worth dedicating towards trying to educate people who are just not going to listen anyway. They're more uh, interested in, you know, what AOC said or, you know, their football team or dancing with the stars. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I guess that's a little bit of a black pill for you. Um, you know, I don't normally talk to a lot of normies. You can say I'm a little bit antisocial <laughs> in a way, like I just hang out at house and click buttons in my cave. But now that I've kind of been exposed to, you know, people who are <laughs> uh, normal, if you will, uh, I'm just kind of losing faith in their ability to process information. I don't know. It's, it's, I guess it's a bad attitude, but I don't know which other attitude to have you know right well and and i think in in some conversations in certain circles i think there's a lot more discussion about it that um some people may be having and i and, and there's probably certain people who will never understand it or, or never get it and and i'm not mad or or angry at them i just think that sometimes and i see this a lot whenever i do advocacy type work as well whether you know it's a cancer or you know autism that most people aren't inclined to get involved till it directly impacts them mm -hmm. uh, cowboy and i and i think in this particular situation it's it, it's it's going to and 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 what i mean by that it's going it, to it translate to the same reason post 911 what was the first thing that that george w said after the the towers came down what what did he say he said go on Should vacation I forgot I forgot how to tie my shoes. Uh, <laughs> somebody get over here with Secret Surface member and help me tie my boots. Tie my boots. And we're going to smoke them out. We're going to smoke yeah, them out. Go go to Disney. Go on go on vacation. You know he was he was so concerned about the impact it was going to have to you know the economy and why, why specifically he said that. He said go and, to Disney and take your kids and leave them alone. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I brought up on screen. And I'm going to try to get Harley on before, maybe squeeze him in sometime before before the the, the weekend, because I'd love for him to break this down. But on the the Schiller Institute side, basically a call for an ad hoc committee for a new Britain Woods system. And there are several points that Harley mapped out. I'm not going to read through all this. I I, I don't I don't like reading the screen. Uh, but there's a, a list of of people that are going to be involved. People who have already signed uh, this petition, kind of de demanding demanding this and. And we can help, like everyone here that that's tuned in, that that understands what's happening, uh, can do your part just to to share with people that 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 get it, that people that know and understand. And it and maybe a small community, but perhaps maybe you know one at a time. We 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 share that message, and someone asks questions. I I get randomly asked asked like uh, I go to these Thursday night concerts outdoors because I try to spend as much time outdoors during the summer as I can. And I and I run into several different friends there, and and some you know some friends I know from from more work related or networking that were not casual friends, but were there at this event. And one of the person asked in particular that I was kind of surprised about is that um, this person in particular asked, I was like, I listened to one of your podcasts the other day. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and um, I had some questions. I have some questions for you. I want to I want to ask you about the the economy, things like that. And and even though we were at a, at a you know, outdoor concert talking about these, these things, um, you know, she had a feeling that, that something wasn't right. And, and I think deep downside, there's people who normally wouldn't have those conversations about the economy, about things that they feel that something is not right here. Something that something is, is happening. And she asked point blank said, well, why isn't the news talking more about this? Why, why aren't we hearing more about these concerns? And it's, well, I told her, it's like, well, because the, they can't afford to have mass people understanding what's happening. They could, 
Could you imagine if 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 even like let's say half the population were to go out and actively take their money out of the banks right oh, now? It would it would kind of fix and ruin everything at the same time. Right, right. So they just they just can't afford to have that happen. But but if they can keep the social feed with the divide and conquer mentality, it, it helps them to navigate through this. Because again, I don't, you know, I, and I agree with V and and I think even London Paul have said this that. You know, this is a, a an engineered collapse. These are things, and I and I don't think that it is because I just think that they've lost control. I don't think they could orchestrate something of this this happening and doing it systematically. I think they've lost control. Everything that they put in place, whether it was it was removing Russia from the SWIFT system, everything that they've done, Cowboys just backfired, man. It's it's backfired on them, and it's it's led to our demise. And at the same time, like Russia and 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 the BRICS are, are freaking. I can't remember what the last trade surplus was with China was. It was like a record amount. It was like massive, the trade surplus. It's like, well, there you go. That that's where it is. But they they have a little they have a little bit of traction. I think the midterms, and because so many people are tied into the political system, they have some traction. They have, I think, at least a couple of years and maybe even forward to the next presidential cycle, uh, to try to get people fed into that feed. And keep people plugged into that. So, and and why they're still trying to figure figure this out. That's that's my my opinion, cowboy. Oh no, it's a hundred percent. I'm with you. Um, it, they bamboozle us with you know crisis after crisis, news after news. Uh, you know, it's it's a very that is something that they have maintained a form of control over. Um, is the the newsfeed and what people are watching and dividing everybody and you know left versus right and all the things we talk about. Um, one thing that I do, um, okay. So as far as like this being an engineered collapse or not, um, I think that it, that's kind of a black and white way to look at it. Is it engineered? Is it not engineered? Um, it could be that what I think these people do is they bet on both sides, right? They set it up to where, okay, this is the system. We know it could go this way. We know it could go that way. So we have our money riding on both sides of it. So no matter what happens, we're going to win. That's how I see it. Um, you know, and I'm sure that they can exert some control if they can't stop it from collapsing. Maybe they can put the brakes on it. Um, you know, maybe they can, uh, do a few things. Maybe they can make it go faster, but the economy itself is a living, breathing thing, right? Yes. Um, yes. You know, so it's not necessarily something you can, you can influence it. You can exacerbate things or you can de-exacerbate things. That's even a word. But in the end, I think, you know, these people who want to do this like centrally planned, centrally controlled situation, the problem with that is that there's no money to be made. At that point, it's like a slavery type situation. And, you know, the people who control the world, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a big leap to go from like, we have this economy where people have some agency to, you know, we all have microchips and I don't know. I, I think that there's a lot of fear mongering that goes on. Yeah. Um, you know, people mm -hmm. talking about uh, the world's going to die and no offense to anybody. You know, I just don't have quite that black pill to look at things. Um, I'm a trader. Right, not a traitor with a T, but a traitor with a D. So <laughs> yeah, you yeah. better clarify. Gotta <laughs> clarify. I'm, I'm a patriot. Trust me. Um, but uh, I'm a, I'm like a patriot to the degree of like I'll do things for your own good. Um, really, I do it for my own good, and that's the end of it. But the, without getting too philosophical, right? As a trader, I I can't really control the market. I don't have the volume of trades that can push the market around. I'm not really that kind of a market maker influencer. I don't have that. So like when I go surfing, when I, I used to surf California, when I used to live out there, I, I don't like try to surf a wave that doesn't exist. Like, Hey, I wish this wave was here so I could surf it. Like, no, the wave's going to come and you got to surf the wave that exists. So for me, it comes down to like, okay, this is what I think is going to happen. And I don't think as much as we can educate people, I think we can only educate people on how to ride the way the ride the wave that's coming. I don't know that we can really educate people on how to change the ocean. That's kind of how I look at it, and maybe that's a little black pilled, um, but that's I don't know. I mean, I, I laud people like Larouche and and Harley 
but I think that the extent to what we do here and what they're doing there is to teach people how to ride that wave. I, I don't know that we're changing anything, but that's, again, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of that? Is that too blackpilled or am I, you know, am I? No, okay not, with- no, not necessarily. No, not, not at all. I, I, I agree uh, with what you said to a certain extent. It's just, um, it's just one of those things as we, as we, you know, and, and you have to remember that in terms of, of, uh, the information that we take in as well in, in regards to, to commentators and uh, our, our feeds that we program it to. And, and that's why I always encourage everyone. I know it's difficult, but you know, I think I've said this numerous times on our show that I try to gather information from, from a variety of different sources and, and even quite a bit of content and stuff that I don't, don't agree with. Now I may not finish a, a 20 minute podcast may only be five minutes for me of their, their yeah. information, but you, you have to listen to, their disinformation of what they're they're pumping out in order to 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 counter it or attempt to counter it, and I think in in, in terms of the, the the information that that they want to put out there is 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 very controlled and 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 I think one of the reasons that they're as they're navigating through this cowboy is that they have to figure out a play, they have to figure something out to uh, become the heroes through this uh, at some point, like how how can they lead our country into a failed financial system, uh, a day of reckoning and, and, and build enough trust and, and faith with the American people that they're in charge of the brand new system that they, they created. And in other words, why should we have confidence in them that the next financial system that's evolving, that, that they're going to be able to lead it, you know, properly. And so I think they're going to have to have that. And it could be what you alluded to that the, like kind of like the, uh, the, the enslavement a little bit, if you will, of getting people so dependent upon the, 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 the financial system. And look what happened through COVID when we gave the, 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 the stimulus checks through there where people literally didn't want to go back to work. They, they drew the unemployment. Um, but by the way, when you look at those actual dollars, it, a, a good chunk of it went to corporate corporations versus, uh, the mainstream, but I think people are opening their eyes. I, 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 am not losing faith in, in humanity. I just, I, I, I can't do that. That's just not in my, my DNA. Now I'm, I'm not going to say that there's some people out there that, that, you know, that you, you can't talk to that. They're, they're just, they're not going to change your mind. They may agree to disagree. Doesn't mean we can't, can't be friends or anything like that. Uh, but I'd much rather work on, on of the community that we're building uh, with, with rogue, with, with, making the networks that we are with the Schiller Institute, with the Canadian Patriot Review. So if you think of that, that vast dynamic of, a, of people that we're touching through the work that we do, it, I think it's more significant than, than, than what we understand. Um, because again, you know, we, we do that for a particular reason because it helps build the audience. And when you look at what we have in terms of, I think the last data that I looked at in terms of our, our YouTube, which we haven't put any content on there, but You'd be surprised, like not only uh, here in the United States, but the audience reach that we have. I want to say at one point it was like 35 percent was international audience, just not mm-hmm. not here in the United States. It was it was pretty incredible. Yeah, it'd be nice to find a way to reach back out. And, you know, I know YouTube kind of put the kibosh on a lot of that, didn't it? Yeah, I think we're trying to navigate to figure out what content we would we would put on there. Um, I, I, for all those years of work, it would be a shame to watch the 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 channel get get canceled. Uh, so I think we have to just navigate through that carefully. But that doesn't mean that we won't be back there someday with with certain content that we we put on there. Uh, but again, I think getting getting back to uh, to the, the the change that that's occurring uh, rapidly, um, you know. I think that coming into it, the the, the midterms, uh, the election cycle, and I remember the Economist magazine. I'm trying to remember what year it was, but it may have been the, either the year that Trump was elected or whatever. That they had the uh, uh, the card, the Trump card. They had the, the the pictures on there, and they had Trump on a, on a crown. And it said Trump card or or whatever. And and I think that they're going to leverage again, leverage him again coming up because I think if they can, you know, keep people optimistic, keep people. Hey, you know, some change is going to happen now, and and I think it's I think it's a big it's, it's a, caution, a cautionary thing for us to, you know, be mindful of that. And but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and, and ridicule Trump all the time. I I, I try not to uh, because I would rather try to try to build bridges as much as we can with, you know, trying to expand our platform, expand our, our network. Um, but again, taking a look at the actual 
what's happening with the 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 election cycle, uh, I, I'm seeing more more and more people, uh, cowboy, getting disconnected from partisan politics. Like a lot of people are saying, hey, you know what? I'm I'm stepping away. I can no longer do this. And then it's also impacting uh, the military uh, recruitment. Uh, they don't talk about it, but I, I've been a couple of articles that were shared with me and I need to do a better job of putting stuff in discord. But if you look at enrollment numbers uh, for the military, because the, the military has a little bit of an aging problem, a lot of people are, are you know, retirement, you know, you know, getting out of the military, but their enrollment numbers are like way down considerably. Mm-hmm. So they, they're having to react. I want to say like 25 percent down. So they're having to figure out some plans to try to try to get the, the numbers back up. But I think that's another another good sign that people are waking up and say, well, why? Maybe maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe that's not the right idea. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot going on there. Um, you know what I think though is that the I don't know if they're running things via AI. I just don't know. But it seems like officialdom, whatever that may be, if they're the government leaders, banking cartel, I don't know, City of London Corporation. I think that they know through whatever algorithms they use that they can just simply tell lies and not even really good lies. And they know a certain amount of people are going to like follow that. And I think one thing that they're really big on is um, getting the maximum amount of movement movement for the minimum amount of invest uh, investment. So they know that if they can get 58% of the population to believe X, Y, Z, then they'll just tell the lie. And the problem with that though, is that over time, um, you know, that dilutes them. And well, that deludes them and it dilutes our trust in them. And I think that the population is reaching a point, especially because of the, um, you know, the jabs and people starting to die. I think that the time is not that far away when they're really going to lose everybody. So the measures that they're taking are going to be more and more extreme. What worries me is that the lies that they're telling, and I don't know if it's just me, but they seem so obvious. Like I know Gus says it. How do you not see the con? Because like everything's a con now. Mm-hmm. And yep. and it's like, I mean, I mean that JF or the RFK book that I'm reading, the real Anthony Fauci. Yeah. I'm almost done with it. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm not skimming it. I am reading it. Uh, to be fair, I'm taking it in through audible because I just, I have too many things to do. I can't just sit and read a book. You know, I got, yeah. I have to multitask, but all my, I would say if, and now it's 450 pages, small type, it's a lot of data, but if you could get like 10% of the population to read that book and take it seriously, I think it would, you know, I think that would move the market. So, but what I'm trying to kind of, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm digressing a bit. No, you're fine. Yep. Keep going. The, the point here is that the lies in my opinion are getting so perversely obvious there there's it's like <clears throat> it's like uh the mars attacks when they you know they're we come in peace and they're like shooting people it's like yeah it's that it's that bad <laughs> it's it, it, except people believe them when they say we come in peace like you, they'll they're liquefying people and it goes back to yuri Bezmenov and how he talks about the um and I've actually watched a few videos from him. He's the Russian defector who did the video in 1984 on 60 Minutes. He actually did a lot of college courses. Uh, what he talks about is moral uh, destabilization. Well, there's destabilization, but there's moral demoralization. That's what it is. Now, that's done over like a, a generation or two. So educate one batch of kids. And by the time that those kids are done being educated, you can't fix them. You can show them facts. They won't know anything. Yuri says, like he says, you could take them to concentration camp, show it to them. They will not believe it is concentration camp until military boot kicks them in their fat bottom. Then they will believe. So it's, you know, we're there and that's where it's at. So that's why I'm kind of like, you know what? We got to do what we can to get out of harm's way. Uh, Jet talks about being in like small uh, small communities and working together. Um, you know, I've got actually my neighborhood. I'm tight with a, a lot of my neighbors. I talk to them. We know them. We know their kids. We, you know, we, we talk about gardening together. I've got some uh, raised gardens going in. Um, we're actually going to buy a handful of machines and put them. In, I have a shop. So I have like a 2000 square foot shop on my property. And my uncle owns a machine shop in LA. So we're going to go ahead and expand and have that on my property. And he's going to teach me how to actually use screw machines. So if things go really badly, we can take simple material and turn it into basic stuff like nuts, bolts, things that are going to be needed. And I think that these kind of moves um, are, you know, as long as you're able to 
keep your bills paid, <laughs> then I think that's the way to go is developing local economies. Um, in fact, there's a video that I was circulating on YouTube and it talks about three ways to beat tyranny. I'll talk of two. One I'll mention briefly, it's humor. So the memes, right? When, when Stalin yep, was in power, agree. if anybody made fun of Stalin, they disappeared. Because Stalin knew the power of making fun of people. Now, I like to make fun of gorillas because they're big and they like to eat <laughs> bananas. That's, that's what I like to do. So when the gorillas are in power, I meme against them. Big time! Yeah, and folks, we have up. a gorilla in the house. Uh, so V V has has joined the stream. So V, uh, how how is how are things? He's a he's muted right oh, now. Oh, he's muted. Okay. Right, uh, yeah. oh, here he is. Hey guys, since uh, today's like the oh my god, my mic. Hold, hold on. Oh god, my my headphones. Who is this, Mike? I'm jealous. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mike is a he's a he's a birthing person. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Because, so, uh, you know, it's the last day of Pride Month, and I want to show that I'm an ally, so I'll be talking in this accent all day. Oh, God. I can't, I can't keep that up. I could do it for like a second, but I can't keep that up. <laughs> I know uh, CJ does it all day long. Right, yeah, the, the good news I'm is trying to get CJ to do it all day long. He's a hater. He's a misogynist. He's a transphobe. He's homophobic. He's the worst. He's not an ally. No, nah, he's so a bad. toxic male that so goes he to He is and- the definition of toxic masculinity with a, with a bottle of tequila. That's what he is. Yeah, and he takes care of his kids. What a jerk. <laughs> white, he's a white supremacist. A white supremacist. White. <laughs> what? <laughs> he shows up early. See, that's what happens. He stays when late. Get, when you get toxic, when your testosterone goes high enough and you become a toxic male, your skin turns white. That's what it is. That's the white that's supremacy. I, I was yeah. told that too. Yeah. yeah. So we were just talking about the ways to, to fight tyranny. And one of them is humor. Trannies? Like a, fighting trannies. trannies? Fighting yes. trannies. Because that's, Tran- what, that, that's what this tyranny is. It's a tranny tyranny. Tranny tyranny. You know, so the second way is uh, like separate local economies, right? Because everything falls apart. You're going to have to rely on your, on your local people. So yeah. I, I'm not going to dig too far into that. But just what I was talking about earlier. Know your neighbors. Grow some food. Um, you know, V, I was telling uh, CJ and, and telling the audience here that my uncle, um, my wife's actually uncle or my, yeah, whatever. Uh, he has a machine shop in uh, LA. Like they work on parts for the F-35, things like that. Oh, wow. And he moved out here to Idaho with us to, uh, to retire. So basically, uh, and by the way, he's licensed to work on weapons. That's just something to keep in your back pocket. He actually legally can. Um, so we're going to put some screw machines in my shop. Hey man, screw them. machines. I get it. That's a new thing in the <laughs> it's pride great. month. Pride month. We're going to put a Tell me where these them. screw machines are. Oh yeah. I, There's yeah, a lot, you lot, of, lot of, uh, uh, men in San Francisco that want to know where these screw machines are. Are they, they are in the public baths? Are they in public <laughs> baths? Oh dude, don't get me started on the public. That's like, okay. So the RFK book, not to digress too far, but the RFK book talks about AIDS and all that. And let me tell you, Fauci was in the bath. Fauci is the bath. He is the bath. While while these gay guys are going at it in a hot, steamy San Francisco bathhouse, Fauci was there (laughs) hiding behind the bleachers, (laughs) injecting the guys right in their, right in their rear ends with a syringe. That's why when you t- when you trace the AIDS virus, it literally goes back to two guys who had the same strain, which only tells me they were injected. And that's how it all began. And who else could do it? Str- who else but the, but the Fouch will hang out, literally hang out under maybe a, under a pile of dirty used towels in a steam room in San Francisco, waiting for unsuspected homos to walk in, about to get involved in some sort of a tryst, right? And all of a sudden, there's the fashion. He emerges from a steamy pile of used <laughs> towels, <laughs> like a like a like a like a monster, like a some sort of a sick. No, no, he arises like he, he looks like Dobby from Harry Potter, like that little elf guy. It's exactly yeah, who he, he looks just like. Rises from there, and, and he and Fauci himself is steaming. I mean, you can visualize this: steam is coming off of the Fauci, and all you see is the glint and shine of a syringe. And while these gay guys are going at it like bunny rabbits, and all of a sudden, what was that? I something just hit me in the rear. Was that a mosquito? (laughs) He quietly exits. And that's how the entire AIDS crisis began, folks. That is the true story of AIDS. 
Well, there's okay. So one of my guys uh, who's actually in the um, I, I'm sharing a picture of uh, Fauci right now on the screen share. But uh, one of the guys in the discord had told me before, like, hey, you know, AIDS isn't like it's not what you know we think it is. It's not necessarily like caused by this virus and things like that. I dismissed him. I'm like, dude, we all know it comes from the HIV virus. I'm not saying it doesn't. But this RFK book does talk about some other things that go along with the HIV virus. Why, you know, um, it just really goes into so many things. Now, AIDS basically was the dry run for COVID. COVID. Yep. I'll tell you, it's the, the way that they handled the AIDS deal was a dry run for COVID. I mean, everything all the way up to like trying to develop a uh, vaccine for it. And yeah. they they did an EUA, emergency youth authorization on the vaccine. Yep. And, and it was... It killed a whole bunch of black kids. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, you guys, I'm sorry. I, it's I'll say a it one more possibly, time. probably conceivable that we may have potentially, consequently, perhaps maybe injured some African-American children in the making of the AIDS vaccine, which failed miserably, possibly because of my postulations of probabilities. If 10% of the public read the Fauci, the real Anthony Fauci by RFK, that man would be in jail. That man worse. would be hung and hung, shot yeah, from like a, and then electrocuted and, I, and thrown into a river. He, I would not be surprised to find a lamppost being used for a whole new reason. Oh, he's, he's made it. I think the reason not, I think he's made a lot of people a, a lot of money on, on both sides. And he's made people money and he's You are extremely... not allowed to question me, Dr. Paul, on the royalties that I hold. <laughs> He's vindictive. This guy, he's like the godfather. He has so he has so much power where and we know this already, but I don't want to go too far into it. But basically, if you defy him, he will ruin your career if you're yeah. like a doctor or a scientist. So it's yeah. that he has <laughs> got to read the book, guys. Go. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the real Anthony Fauci. Go read it. That's that. So I'll see. I'll see if we can't uh get him on. Um talk. I'll I'll reach out. Uh, to Aaron Elizabeth, that's friends with him, and see if, if she can't uh, connect us and get him on, so we can maybe. We're talking. But... I was talking about, talking to uh, V about that. I mean, you know, we might have to like. He's kind of like oh, an ally, <laughs> so you might have uh, to. Uh, this is the article from the Village Voice in '88, guys. Wow. This is, this is, you care, I'm told, although I no longer believe it, and I've heard you you called a saint, but saints have ima- imaginations vivid enough to know. To spend three hundred seventy-four million dollars in dire emergency, this guy. This is in nineteen eighty-eight, and um, this is when Larry Kramer excoriated Dr. Anthony Fauci because of the National Institutes of Health was not moving fast enough to find a cure for AIDS. Kramer pulled no punches in a profoundly-laced letter at one point calling the NIH team murderers. And while Kramer was one of Fauci's loudest critics during the early days of AIDS, Fauci said the late activist was one of the strongest defenders during the COVID-19. Yeah. This, so you can understand, like, you know, I mean, Village Voice went after him at that time. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's it's just an ugly thing. And uh, Fauci, as far as I'm concerned, um, if the regular laws applied to him, he would either no longer be in public or no longer be alive, according to the courts. He'd be in jail. That's, he'd be in jail and worse. There's no justice in this country. I, I swear to God, it's like it's it's, it's these it, people in power is unbelievable. But it really shouldn't surprise us. I mean, think of like back to like was it Operation Paperclip that they brought all the the Nazi Nazis. doctors over and everything? Yeah. I mean, Javon, yes, Schnell, Mark Schnell, Mark Schnell, and this is what we have. So. We 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 have the retard. You, you, people don't understand like the the Nazis were evil, but they're also woke and retarded. Okay. So now, here we are. It's the 2020s, and we have woke, retarded, weak, servile, virtue-signaling Nazis running the show. It's incredible. It's incredible oh, to me. And let's talk about uh, V. The earlier what we talked about was the uh, – I'm going to actually reshare the screen because, V, now that you're here, I want yeah. your opinion on this. Uh, the article that we talked – let me stop this screen, share the oh, proper screen. full of um, money. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. That's We'll get to that if there's time, oh, but this one's more important. Oh. Hold on one second. You'll see it, and you're going to know why I'm posting this right away. Yeah. Okay, I just shared it. Article is entitled, China Establishes Liquidity Agreement with BIS, Further Eroding the Dollar. 
<laughs> so basically, <laughs> it's like, okay, so everybody is like, oh, the international community is uh, condemning Russia. It's like, actually, two-thirds of the population of countries are doing business with Russia. Okay, well, we can stop them because we have the dollar and we have all the liquidity for cross-border payments. And the BIS, who is yep. the BIS, who is like basically the bank of the world, the bank of Earth, went ahead and gave China through the RMB the ability to cr like have the liquidity to replace the cross-border payments that were shut down that Russia is not allowed to use due to SWIFT and the dollar. Now they could just do it with the RMB and the BIS made it happen. Now, V, explain this sea change to us, will you? It's it's interesting, and this is why I always say don't listen to the, the the stupid mouths of politicians and and apparatchiks that are in the bureaucratic levels of government. They're not the ones who call the shots. Now we can get all you know work ourselves into a dramatic tizzy, uh, talking about Biden and Brussels and 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 what the EU is doing and and all this other bullshit. At the end of the day, it's private equity. This move by China, right? When they're saying that they're they're Incorporate. They're doing a liquidity agreement with the Bank of International Settlements, right? The tower in Basel, right? The what they're initially saying is they are willing to become a major liquidity provider to the broke and insolvent markets of the West, especially Western banks, which we all know are nothing but zombie institutions. This is not only a way to just end the the. the this is basically, folks. The unipolar world or the real private equity in the unipolar world understanding what the game is and saying, look, we're going to save our own asses. This thing's going to come apart, but we're going to be making sure that the liquidity pool is there. Why would a liquidity pool is necessary? Simple. It provides an exit platform for them to get out, for them to be able to get out of a particular position, to get out of a particular asset bypassing the dollar why because the dollar and western currencies are going to go up in flames that's the other thing but most importantly the prestige the renown the quote-unquote world reserve status of the pronoun the, yes the world reserve pronoun of the of the united states dollar will be in tatters now interesting like i was late to this call because i was on an institutional call uh within the crypto industry and let me tell you the consolidation that's happening. Left and right, the vast majority, I'm not talking about the big major crypto exchanges out there, which are owned by big major Wall Street players and City of London players, but I'm talking about a lot of the other uh, crypto uh, uh, companies, right? We're talking about Celsius about a week and a half ago, talking about that they're running out of liquidity. And well, what happened to Celsius? They just got clipped up by Goldman Sachs, right? So... What's happening in the crypto industry, man, is like left and right. You're having illiquid, you know, uh, exchanges that are freezing up, that are literally going bust, and their assets are being taken over. Whatever the coins they had are, are taken over. And here's the thing: everybody's looking for liquidity, and the liquidity partners that I work with are right now busier than ever because they're the old ones that could settle trade. So you got guys who are trading on Binance. Binance is locking them out, saying, hey, you know what, we can't settle the trade in fiat. They're coming over to our liquidity partners and then cashing out because we're the only ones that can do it. This is a huge, huge thing. And that applies also to the BIS. If the, if the RMB is coming in, if China's coming into the BIS, and the BIS is allowing China's currency okay, to really proliferate where Western banks will have access to it, Think of this as an international Fed window, but not for keeping operations day to day, but an international Fed window for us to liquidate out, settle our positions, and cash the hell out. This is what's happening. Amazing, crazy times that we are living in. This is a pressure relief valve. Bingo! For the hedging of the elite. So that so, you know, like, now you see the white flag. This is why there'll never be. We're gonna go to war with Taiwan. Not gonna happen. We're gonna go to war. World War Three with Russia. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Why? Because the private equity that calls the shot. And again, this is not good guys and bad guys. Like you got to get this in your head. There's no good guys and bad guys in this level. 
right? And you can call, you can say some of the actions that they do are evil and this, that, and it is. And I'll agree with you. There are fucked up people involved, right? I'm not discounting that. There, at this level, folks, it's so murky. It's so gray. There's only process and interests. There are no bad guys, only Zool. Only what? Only Zool. But where was that from, man? What is, what is it? It's Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. I thought it was Pokemon. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Charizard. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But that's the whole thing. It's like it's there's only interests. And it's a battle. And I'll tell you right now, the Western interests are flailing. They are Here's an example dying on the vine. Have, let me share an example of the Western interest flailing here. Let me share this screen. Give me one second. Share screen. Got to get uh, quicker at doing this. But okay, so this is an example of <laughs> so suitcases full of drug money. Credit, uh, Credit Suisse found criminally guilty in money laundering case tied to cocaine ring. Okay, what's not hey. news about this? What's not news about this is. We know that these banks lotter money. What is news is that it's the first time, according to this article, that Swiss authorities have convicted a Swiss bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does tell me that there's some kind of blood in the water because before that, these banks pretty much were given carte blanche. So I don't know. What do you think, V? I mean, that's is Would that what powers? What's that? I'm sorry. Say it again. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh yeah. Out. So you okay? So basically. Uh, Suitcases full of money. Uh, Credit Suisse found criminally guilty in money laundering case tied to cocaine ring. What's not news <sighs> is that we know these banks, HSBC in particular, historically have you know laundered drug money. What yeah. is news? It's the first time, according to this article, that a that the Swiss authorities have actually convicted a bank yeah. of of this kind of crime. So that, that kind of tells me that okay, somebody doesn't have the, those particular banks' backs anymore. The fact that they even got in trouble for this. Yeah. Um. You know what do you? Th- you know, and you were saying like Western powers flailing. I think those two things are related. What do you think, V? No, I, I, no, I agree one hundred percent. Look, here's the deal. I can personally tell you, right, because I've, I've had some some close communications and face to face interactions with Brad Birkenfeld. If you remember Brad Birkenfeld, Lucifer's banker, okay, <laughs> and this other guy, uh, Lieutenant uh, Scott, whatever his name is, I can't remember his last name. But one thing I can tell you. Credit Suisse and um, the other major uh, Swiss bank. Uh, what Deutsche? Guy? No, that's no not Deutsche. No, Deutsche is German. It's Credit Suisse and oh UBS? my UBS. UBS. That's right. UBS. UBS. Okay. They not only handle laundered money for narco outlets and narco cartels and and money la- and 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 not only that, but also terrorists. We know for a fact. A lot of the ISIS money was cleared by Credit Suisse. We know that for a freaking fact. Okay, uh, we we know that um, a lot of that ISIS money also was brought back into the country via Credit Suisse and went in directly into the banking political bank accounts of both Democrat and Rhino Republicans. Right? We know that they're a dirty bank. So for this to occur, for they're actually getting caught, okay, this is hot on the heels of their extortion case. It was like a few years ago that Credit Suisse got smacked down with a major fine for extortion. Now, suitcase full of drug money from a cocaine you know, cartel, and who's heavily operating in Europe via Spain? Who's doing it? It happens to be the Mexican drug cartels are alive and active, particularly the Sinaloa and El Chapo's unit and all that stuff. They're active in Spain. They're active getting the cocaine to the Europeans who have nothing better to do with their lives. Okay? And a lot of that is being cleared by Credit Suisse. It's unbelievable. So now they're caught with this, and more and more is going to happen. Right? Now, why do they do this? Well, you're, in the next coming years, a lot of these Swiss banks are going to get done away with. A lot of them are going to face some serious issues. UBS is going to be, oh my, I, I'll be surprised if UBS will exist in its current state and form 
in the next several years. Same thing goes for Credit Suisse. Okay. Uh, what's going to happen is other outside players are going to break the Swiss, particularly there's a lot of Wall Street interests. There's a lot of City of London interests that are looking at the Swiss banking industry and wanting to crack them. Because you got to understand, before the elites, there is a competition between the City of London and Wall Street, and there has been for several decades, ever since the City of London did the Big Bang back in like 82 or 83, right? Uh, there's been a, a, a fever pitch competition for tax havens. Okay? What's the Big Bang? The Big Bang was the, the big event uh, during the City of London, I think it was in 83, 84, early 80s. My, my mind fails me because I've been in this meeting all day. Uh, but the Big Bang is when the City of London completely deregulated. And because of the Big Bang, that's when the you've seen the forerunners, the progenitors of the exotic financial instruments that eventually became known as re, uh, you know derivatives, derivatives. rehypothecation yeah. techniques where – the city of London say, you know, where they eventually led to, hey, we could rehypothecate a client's account to infinity. And Wall Street said, oh, we could do that too. And in 2007, Wall Street started doing rehypothecation in 2006, 2007, uh, but they capped it at 140%. Okay. So, the, the, and then, of course, tax havens. I mean, city of London had Gibraltar and Jersey and Cayman and Mauritius, Mauritius and all these other places. Uh, Seychelles. Seychelles, that the city of London were, and, and of course BVI, that the city of London would, would run. The United States has Delaware, Wyoming, Montana, right? Nevada. Uh, so there's been, and people don't realize it. The United States is the second biggest tax haven in the world. Did you know that? If you're not, if you're not a U.S. citizen. No, if you are a U.S. citizen, there's proper ways to structure yourself where you can create a tax haven for yourself. Not everybody's offshore. So this is the whole entire thing. So based on these certain states, there are tax havens uh, that, that are, you know, that, that, that can be set up. That's a whole other conversation. We'll do that in the future. Maybe I have Singleton on to explain that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, but so this is the competition. So one of the, the, the things, the lot, look, there's a disdain in, in the city of London and Wall Street for the Swiss. They hate the Swiss. And, and, and uh, you know, when the Swiss were outed with Nazi money back in, like, the early aughts. That was the first time that the Swiss flushed down the toilet 500 years of banking secrecy. So now they just want to put the final kibosh on it. it, it it's a hit. So, look, everybody's at war, and I think Vela said it best when he quoted Babylon 5. There are giants in the playground, and all we can do is is keep from getting underfoot. Yeah, the, see, we is, there, gonna... it, is there any way that this uh, information regarding credit, credit Suisse is tied to, to, to Russia? I, I, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to that they were actively trying to find a way to uh, redistribute the oligarchs um, money. Um, and, and, I, and I brought this article. Like, I don't have the access to the full article, uh, but this ties apparently that a lot of the wealthiest oligarchs from Russia were tied directly to Credit Suisse. So I don't, I don't know if there's a play here at all for them to, attempt possible. to, you know, to capture that money and say that they're, they're, they're taking it or fines or something like that. I'm not sure, but it just it, 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 odd it, the story to break like this, like, you know, during this time, just question. The yeah, of it. yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it's, it's possible. I mean, there's multiple layers to this. I mean, Credit Suisse is a huge bank. They have several subsidiaries, uh, several divisions, uh, it's very possible. It's very possible. Yes, yeah, so they did something wrong, but this is how they're going to get punished, right? They did something yeah. else, yeah. but this is yeah, and this is probably the fart that comes before the shit. Oh yeah, would say the fart that my comes father before says. The shit. <laughs> very well said. Very well said. Nice. Yeah. So you know, I know it's uh, kind of late in the show. I mean, I do have some uh, crypto news to talk about if we want to take a look at that. Yeah, we'll do a quick uh, five minute run. This is actually, again, um, we've been talking about this for a long time. I remember, V, uh, you were talking about how, you know, crypto wasn't even, it wasn't even uh, categorized as far as regulation is concerned. Well, it looks like that news may uh, have an update. I just shared the screen. SEC Chair Gensler affirms Bitcoin is a commodity. That's the only thing I'm going to say, or that's the only one I'm going to say, there well, you have it. I mean, I know, I know the CFTC, the, SEC. the currency. <laughs> and the IRS says it's property. Who's right? 
that's just it, you know? So there's, well, I mean, I guess what the IRS says applies when you're doing taxes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it, they're right. If you what don't want to go to show. jail. Yeah. You know, so anyway, so that, that's just a kind of an interesting bit of news here in that there is some kind of clarification. The SEC has went ahead and said, okay, we're not involved. At least they're not the, the parent umbrella is and it to be under CFTC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that seems to be how the uh, regulation will occur. As far as uh, charts, I'll just show the Bitcoin chart really quick because we went ahead and we charted it last week. We're just going to see a progression of that chart. Let me full screen this. Stop share, start share. And we'll, because uh, I know last week we talked about where, I, you know, we thought price might go. And it appears as if price is continuing in that direction. Let's go ahead and do a... So there it is. You know, you can see the arrow was drawn on this bar, which was last week, headed down to this box between range locks. Huh? It's well, it will be. We we predicted a range lock. Mm -hmm. uh, my technicals say between seven and fourteen. Your people on the institutional side say between six and sixteen. Yep. I think the wicks the wicks may hit those numbers, but I think the range lock will be in, in in that area anyway. For who knows how long? Could be two months. Could be. It just it just depends on when. The uh, government decides to turn back on the the uh, the cheap money. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Uh, any news on that? V, I know you're talking to people. Uh, uh, okay, cheap money. Here we go. Um, ba, 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 ba. It, it, the the movements to cheap money is not going to start. We're going to start hearing news about it come you know February March of 2023. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be hot off the momentum of 2022, where it's going to be an absolute massacre for the Democrats and establishment of Republicans. It's going to be a massacre. It's going to happen. Now, this is what the institutions are saying. So this is not God, but this is as close to God as you can get. So don't, now, do they, you still need to take that with a, with a grain of salt. Grain of salt. Now, do you. OK, so simple answer there is, according to them, cheap money, maybe uh you know, nine, eight months from now. But until then, do we we're see gonna, a cessation of the hikes or are they just going to continue to hike it just to uh, squeeze everybody? That's, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the, the, uh, the question everybody's been asking. And uh, I, I, I don't see another hike. I don't see another hike this year in 2022. Um, and I can't tell you in 2023, there, there could be another hike in 2023, but, Right now, uh, not for the rest of the year. I don't see. I don't see a hike, and um, I'll have more data um, come. Let's say like October. I'll have mm -hmm. a lot more data by October, and um, then I can tell you. And then, you know, uh, but cheap money is going to probably get turned back on as we're. Um, 2023 and 2024 is going to be chaotic. Um, it's going to be rough. There's going to be some green shoot. There's going to be some some. I mean, it's going to be bloody, man. It's going to be uh, absolute blood uh, bludgeoning. But you know, it takes time for a massive ship to correct course. So we're not going to see a roar back until 2025. Uh, January into February, when a new administration, a Republican administration, does will come in. Uh, I don't know who the who the president is going to be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Trump. I don't know if it's going to be DeSantis. I have no idea. Uh, uh, I hope DeSantis stays in Florida. That's yeah. where he can do the the most good. The most good, right? Exactly. That's what a lot of people said. Uh, cheap money will be turned on um, at that point, and that's going to be the last hurrah. That's going to be the last. because you got to understand what's been happening. Since 2020 to through today is the the massive damage that's been done to the United States reputation that the United States is, is a drunk crackhead that cannot be trusted. He's a junkie. He's a meth junkie, a teenager who's a fucking psychopath. You cannot trust him. He will ruin your life. He will destroy your house. You cannot cut deals with him because he's schizophrenic and he has Alzheimer's and he has dementia. All the while, he's still a teenager and he's crazy. You can't trust the United States. That damage has been done. Okay, um, there's going to we're 
when the cheap money's turned on, that doesn't mean good times are here again and everything's going to be okay. No. It's just going to give those who are in the right positions to make a lot of money. And that's, again, you're going to start seeing crypto move. Why will crypto move? Well, I've said this years ago. If you think for one second that Wall Street's going to sit idly by while companies like Celsius is offering staking products where you can borrow against your crypto, this, that, and the other, and they're just going to be okay with that? No. Crypto is going to start moving because there's going to be more institutional money in because that's the last thing they have. The last thing they have is digital assets. And, you know, of course, there's going to be, you know, and then there's commodities which are set to blow as well, you know. So this is the last hurrah. And I think those who are well positioned are going to do phenomenal. I think there's going to be a lot of money for for people who are smart. And if you're scared, I'll tell you right now, scared money don't make money. Mm-hmm. Scared money don't make money. And I think uh, I, I think the most amount of money that most of you will make will be in the next, uh, you know, in the next three to five years. It's going to be a boom. I'm not saying that the economy is going to be booming. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. We're going to go back to it's born in the U.S. And no, no, no. You are witnessing the decline of an empire. But it's going to be incredible financial opportunities. Why? Because the largest transfer in wealth of human history is taking place. Do you want to get paid? Is the question. That's all I got to say. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's that. Now, you know, I've, we've got an hour. You, you killed it at the end here. I think, again, it's the what my biggest takeaway, again, is the Giants on the playground. I think Giants the, the only way to handle it is to be smart and uh, just stay out of I don't know about play. you. I'm waiting for JFK Jr. to come rescue us. So, <laughs> oh, shit. CJ doubts Dude. me. CJ, CJ always always making fun of me about that, but CJ's not a believer, right, CJ? Well, you know, we're waiting for him to take the VP position. I think it's yeah, going to happen. It's going to be Trump and JFK Jr. Watch. And then they're going to go on a reconciliation tour throughout the country, and JFK Jr. is going to tell you about the deep state and how he survived hitting the, uh, the, the, the water at 150 knots, 200 knots, and how he walked away from it. There was a secret naval submarine under the water that picked him up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was, you know, kept in a secret bunker in uh, in, in NORAD, and then they changed <laughs> his name to v- Vincent Fuca or, or whatever, and uh, and and gave him a a, 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 a change in appearance, and uh, he's been hiding in plain sight. But he's ready to come out, man. JFK Jr. Why? Because Q said so. You know, are you ready to serve your country? Are you guys ready? What Dude, goes up must come down. Red is one black, black is blue. Red castle, white castle. Red fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish. Dude, when you the other day when you did the uh, where is he? I was dying, dude. I was sitting here at my desk, just laughing my ass off. That was so good. Anthony Fauci, can we trust him? Hunter Biden, where is he? <laughs> he busted out. Where is me? Dude. I was, I was dying. Dude. So you think a crackhead is your ally? Do you feel in charge? Do you feel in charge? And do you think this gives you power over me? I paid you money. Yeah, my construction crew's running all day, all night. I paid you a large sum of money. And do you think this gives you power over me? You're you're evil. I am necessary evil. Uh, oh man, Belage, what's yeah. up, Belage guy in the house? Yes, I between the red castle and the green castle, I do prefer white castle. <laughs> I'm with you, brother. <laughs> anyway, the crash helmets are at work, guys. Don't worry, the crash helmets will save us. I'm the gorilla. He's the crypto pronoun, and we have the producer extraordinaire working the airways, making sure this broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. Follow us, roguenews.com. Check us out on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you want us to be. And check out Cowboy on the Discord. The links will be in the description box. And with that being said, El Cuco, take it away, man.